For the newly indoctrinated, Jim Butcher's The Dresden Files follows the story of a professional wizard in Chicago. We started our podcast as a way to help break down the series' most important moments, characters, and lore. This is McAnally's Dresden Files podcast by Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. Welcome to the McAnally's podcast brought to you by Free Flow Rambling. This is episode 8.8, Dream a Little Dream, where we are covering the novel Grave Peril. My name is Tanzan, and I am joined by Maggie. Hello, hello. And Jess. Hi. Chapter 16. Dresden performs a tracking spell and manages to find Lydia in an abandoned building. However, the vampires Kyle and Kelly are also there and attack Dresden. So apparently finding people is hard, especially if they don't want to be found. And, like, there's seven-digit figures on how many people go missing. Is this a true one? Every year in the United States. I was thinking about this. I'm like, this is one of those things where a lot of times, because you always, you always, you, you do see and hear, you know, about authors, whatever, doing all this research. And, like, you know, you learn at some point that, like, ER had all, like, these actual, like, medical advisors and, like, real doctors that, you know, be like, you can't say that. That's dumb. That doesn't mean anything. And, like, here's what you would really say if someone was, like, having a heart attack and dying in your hospital, right? So I always assume that there's a certain amount of proper research that goes into. So I kind of take for granted a little. And it's, this is this is a realistic enough sounding statistic to me. <laughs> For him to throw out there. But every once in a while, I'm like, but there is always the odd thing where they're like, oh, I have no idea. I just, like, wrote something. And, like, you know, that whole (laughs) joke about, like, you know, 78% of statistics are made up on the spot. And, you know, things like that. It's like, you know what? This could totally just be something random he pulled out of his butt. And I'd just be like, all right, yeah, sounds good. Sounds totally legit. But... (laughs) But it seems to me it probably, because again, with internet, it's probably pretty easy. I mean, back in the day, you would have had to like, like, probably look up like articles and census things and mm. maybe even get friendly with some cops and be like, hey, how many missing persons do you it have? It doesn't any? sound like he's so friendly yeah. with cops. Well, just not Dresden, but writing. Butcher might be. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so no, I don't know. I, it's one of those things that I'm, I am taking a little bit for granted. It sounds legit enough that I'm, I'm willing to accept, but. In 2003, 900,000 people went missing from the United States. 900,000? That's only six digits. Yeah. It says estimates run up near seven digits. Okay, this was what, 2003? I googled 2003 because that was roughly Hmm. the book. Yeah, that's what I was just, well. That's just in the United States? Mm. That's still a lot of people. I'm not sure. I googled the United States only, but the article is not. There you go. Either way, there you go. It's pretty much correct <laughs> it's a fuck ton of people it's a fuck ton of people that go missing and most of them aren't ever found so yeah if lydia doesn't want to be found he might be completely sol here <laughs> um but he's hoping that she still got the bracelet and stuff like that because she did seem pretty freaked out and did want protection so right. he starts being this is where his practical investigator side comes in and things that you know don't necessarily occur to me on the daily but he's like hmm she was at the church she left in the wee hours she was probably on foot she didn't seem to have a lot of money when she left me so aside from the cab fare i gave her to get there she probably doesn't have a lot more money so she's probably still on foot so she probably could have only made it a few i'm like oh well this is all very prudent prudent and 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 yeah like sort of practical logical oh okay so it gives him a starting point as opposed to me who'd be sitting there going i can't drive all over the city of Chicago and look for someone like I don't know (laughs) but yeah so assuming she didn't have bus fare or anything like that so yeah he heads basically down to that area well okay I will admit American trains are built different but Canadian trains are very easy to get onto without bus fare we don't have gates you have to go through right like a lot of all our platforms are just completely open right it's it's pretty trust trustworthy until you come across a an officer yeah Uh, yeah, there's like peace officers who will do random checks but even then if you see your train pull past them, you know, you're getting on, they're getting on the truck stop and you can get off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're lucky enough to. Yeah. But yes, you're right. But it is, it's fairly easy in around here too. So. Yeah, it's not like you see like New York subways and stuff that are all like underground with barriers and yeah. stuff like that, that you very obviously have to jump over in order to board. Yeah, so I'm not too sure about um Chicago trains, but yeah. I just like, okay, I understand like, what does he always say? Occam's razor? Yes. Right, I understand that, but it also... Wait, it also seems at the same point that it's also just like he's being way too like. Is that a mathematical term or is that just scientific in general? Just wondering. 
Occam's razor. That's not a mathematical one. It's no, it's just a general. It's more of a philosophical sort of. Okay, just checking because it does apply a lot to. (laughs) If only you could see the look Jess was giving us right now. Ever since we brought Matt into our life, I've been suffering. <laughs> That's not true. You suffered long before then. It's, it's just easier to point out and make fun of now. I just I just like to put it all on Matt now. <laughs> Ever since you learned how to count, okay, this has been a trauma in your life. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I, I Point is, is that like I, he seems to be making a ton of assumptions for this. Because I personally would like... I No. Like, I can't find... A friend in a mall. Yeah, right? <laughs> when I know they're there and we both have cell phones. Like. <laughs> well, exactly. So I'm like vaguely impressed, but I'm like, again, I don't know. Maybe this is just some kind of like familial limitation or something. Where, but it just it seems to me like exactly. I'm like, he's just like, well, da 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 da. Let's start here. And, you know, I'm like, it does just seem a very. I'm like, it makes sense when he lays it out. You're like, oh, these are good points. That's totally logical. But it's a good starting point, at least. It like, is. Even it's, if yeah, she has gone further away. Yeah, but that's just what I mean. Is just he sort of very quickly sort of narrows it down to be like, okay, this makes sense as a starting gradius because of. And he's cheating her. because he's using magic anyway. Well, once he is, but yeah, to limit in order to sort of get closer to her to to you know, pick up on her signal more easily, right? It's, it's you know, kind of like a metal detector or something. You know, the range is only so good at such a distance or whatever. But, yeah, I just thought that was kind of fun. And then we get, uh, I guess this must be sort of, well, other the than the... other guy, yeah. yeah, well, his introduction to the Beatle a little bit here. Oh, right. Because they were already, like, en route at the very beginning of the book, and then it got impounded. So here's where we sort of get our little... Like backstory to the beetle about how it's not really a blue beetle anymore, and Mike is mechanic, and blah blah blah. It's like the obligatory sort of. The beetle is another character in itself, so you know you meet Murphy, you find out that she's like cute and blonde and little and looks like an ant, not a cop, and then you meet Michael, who's like you know big and strong and you know da 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 da. And that's, this is the Beatles character description right. every book. <laughs> We've got even Mister. Like yeah, cat the, yeah, the large, large cat he really with a does stump re- of a tail. Like, you really could start from this, and, and it wouldn't matter. Yeah. For, oh, yeah. For the details. Yeah. Well, that's even just a little bit of, like, every book, right, as he gives you sort of the rundown on each person as <laughs> they, right? But I, just, I love how, like, the beetle is sort of a character in and of itself, that it gets its own little sort of descriptions, and his, his mention to Mike, who can keep it running and doesn't ask questions about why there's a giant <laughs> hole slagged in the... The trunk of the car and and has to just have it replaced. <laughs> He's like, just does it. Yeah, how'd it's, you burn a hole in there? Yeah, like, that's doesn't ask, doesn't ask. Just like, oh, your car's beat to shit and ripped up again with giant claw marks. Mm, don't know how that yeah. happened. Don't You're care. You're paying the sure Something more. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I just realized I really badly want is a, a one oh one shot. <laughs> it's a short story of uh like the FBI or the police or whatever like that or even the white council just like interrogating Mike <laughs> and, <it's>, like, <laughs> and him just like fully just like not giving it at all like, yeah, like I don't completely know. like I even don't. like the same thing as like Mac you know like just yeah. complete poker face like I don't, mm-hmm. know. I don't know I paint the door that's it yeah um, he asked me for a new door I don't ask questions yeah exactly <laughs> I he paid in that. a he paid in a golf ball nugget like, of gold gold <laughs> <laughs> I just <laughs> Chipped up. It's like um, A Knight's Tale was on a little while ago, and I briefly watched the part of it. And um, it's the same thing when they um, they find the girl ba- blacksmith and get her to like make the armor, and she's trying to be like, oh, come with me. And then whatever the prize he won was like a little statuette thing or whatever. And he's like, just take it. She just like takes it and like whacks it against the side of the cart and like breaks the head off and like hands the rest back to him and goes, just something like that. Just handing him this golf ball and like just kind of like chipping a chunk off of it and being like, here you go, here's your change. And, like, <laughs> good to go. Just grab, you know, like a wrench or something. Yeah. Just, like, come on. I know it's one of those ones. See, that would be kind of fun. I would go for that. I'm like, it's one of those ones where again, I'm like, I don't think I ever want like a full backstory on Mike so I'm like I don't want to know I prefer just sort of having the ethereal whatever Mike is and he just you know it's it's like I don't want more detail on him in some ways but something like that like yeah like a more present story where exactly somebody's trying to hide and he's just like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it a blue beetle I don't recall <laughs> Look pretty green to me <laughs> I don't know I get a lot of customers what are you talking about <laughs> A lot of guys named Harry in Chicago, <laughs> right? <laughs> so Dresden goes near the area of the church to try to look for Lydia, as you said before, and narrows it down. 
He enters a park and draws a chalk circle around himself to create a spell. Mm-hmm. Oh, his little description here and stuff like that, you know, because it's starting to get sunset and, like, shadows stretching out, like, creeping fingers and stuff. He's like, good thing my, my subconscious isn't too, like, symbolically aware or anything, <laughs> you know? It's like, yeah, right. Like, I'm surprised it's not, like, again, considering some of the shit you've seen, Harry, like, I'm surprised that, like, not everything is, like... <laughs> You know, I'm like, I guess that's more of that wizard training of like blocking things out. And, you know, same thing, like I said before, like, you know, my kids were little. It's like, you know, if you start to think about all the things that could go wrong, it's like, I would never leave the house. I would never let my children leave the house. I would never let them get on a bus and go, like, you know what I mean? Like, right. and you have to just like not think and focus about that stuff or you will become like, oh my God, the world is so terrifyingly terrifying, right? I wonder if that becomes harder with wizards because they ha have the sight. Well, when he actually, so, yeah. So him for seeing claw-like hands it, with the sight, he could actually see claw-like hands. And that would always him. stay, like, exactly. And so, like, being in real, like, without the sight... That's yeah, he, right. I, it would like, really I could blur the him. edges on a lot of yeah. that. I could be like, my kids were home in bed every night, and then all of a sudden, my daughter's like, "No, remember that time I didn't come home for four days in high school?" And I'm like, "No, no, I don't remember that at all." <laughs> <laughs> you said you were there. I thought you were there. <laughs> you know, it's like you just you get to blur the edges and like, did I believe? die? <laughs> well, this is a real story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. She thought I was kidding. She thought I was going hypothetical. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you also did not notice. <laughs> well, I was working. She was in high school. We would, and I'd be like, hey, are you like on your way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just on the bus. And I'm like, all right, fine. Don't That's poke funny. the bear. Don't anger the testy teenager. And I, and then, yeah, apparently. Do you know where your daughter is? <laughs> no. I thought I did. Apparently not. Yeah. <laughs> Shame face. Oh, dear. <laughs> I lived. <laughs> mm -hmm. But, you know, they don't tell you this until, like, five years after right. the incident. So, But point being is, this is why I wouldn't get too focused on things, right. because otherwise I would be super paranoid and, like, never... Do I keep my children just, safe, or do she, I just not even try anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Less stressful, just not even try. Depends Did on I the children. I just wonder why the house was so quiet? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 the house is quiet. I'll take it. <laughs> She hasn't left all the lights on in a couple days. That's awesome. <laughs> There's no slamming doors at like 1 a.m. when she thinks it's actually 7 in the morning. Uh, anywho. So yeah. So this is kind of Harry's thing. <laughs> I missed the whole Harry connection there. <laughs> we were talking about him blocking out his like creepy subconscious to mm -hmm. the world and how you do that in your own life so you don't become like agoraphobic and like never ever 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 leave your house. It's like you have to just sort of put aside a certain amount of you know that's out there. So Dresden uses his own shield bracelet and a tuning fork in this spell. Attuning it to the shield <laughs> bracelet to find its twin. Mm -hmm. oh, that was very clever. I like that idea. The, the, the ding, ding, yeah. Right? <laughs> Probably not my first. I, you know, you got to wonder sometimes. And I mean, I guess this is part and parcel of being like an author and why you do all these like writing exercises for creativity and things like that. But you know what I mean? I'm like, I probably could have come up with like a dozen different things to think of tracking, but I'm like, I doubt a tuning fork would ever have been one of them. Right. So, you know, kudos for that little bit of imagery creative whatever that, i really liked it yeah, yeah it is it's, it's cool when you write but i'm just like again of all the things that i would think of tracking down someone that was probably well, tuning forks are just cool in general Aren't they're they really fun? neat <laughs> yeah so he follows the humming of the tuning fork to an abandoned building with a white van with a drugged lydia inside yeah. Of course, it's a white van because you know statistically. Pedal van. Yeah, white vans are are more often used by criminals. In fact, they've done um, it, police pull over white vans more often than, than any other mm. color of van because Just it's because. so often that they're used as for criminal activities. I think criminals would figure that out Crazy. and paint their van something else. <laughs> You think? You would think. It's kind of like... I the, think it's because it's a white utility van. Like, they're just, like, a dime a dozen. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I was going to say, like, every company gets, like, white vehicles so they can slap whatever on there or not. And I think 
Um, but yeah, it's it's almost like you've gone so far to prevent it that that's become the you know so it's like it's gonna be like black van you know it's like nobody wants to drive around in a creepy black van everyone's gonna wonder what you're hiding so everyone goes to the white van now everyone's like well we know you're hiding something in the white van so now you can go back to the creepy black vans until eventually it's like it's just that pendulum it's always gonna be like one or the other but um yeah so at first he's kind of like okay and he kind of does the whole like like gun up, hide around a corner, come out, you know, because he, like, goes up and he, like, whips the door open real quick and, like, shoves his blasting rod in and then it's like, okay, there's nothing here, <laughs> you know, but he's all, like, doing the quick, like, da 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 I need to, but yeah, just just finds a, a, a Lydia-sized lump and then, oh, yeah, sure enough, there's her hand flopping out with the blade, so, so then he's like, hmm, wait a minute, <laughs> this was too, too easy. Well, actually, he first, see, this is it, when he first comes up to the building, so he finally, like, triangulates on the building and it's this big old, you know, warehouse thing. And he's like, ooh, this is like a bad omen. This is like, you know, typical slasher movie. Like, don't go in there. <laughs> but he's, you're right. He does have that moment where he's like, oh, shit. I feel, you know, he's like, I should get some backup. I should, I should go find a payphone. I should call Michael. I should call. And I, mean, I think I said this before on the last one. But I just, more and more, I'm like, you got to feel bad for Harry. Like, like there's just no payphones to go find anymore. Right. <laughs> I'm like, he's literally going to have to get himself like a bat signal or something. To, like, 2003 <laughs> still. We're still 2003. He's okay still. He's, well, obviously, because they're still, mm-hmm. but that's what I mean. I just think with like every passing right now. year now, like how rarely around here. And I remember like, um, that he keeps coming more into more into his powers. So yeah. Like, yeah. It even makes it harder to, yeah. How do you ask somebody to make a phone call? <laughs> like, hey, just stay yeah. across the street, but can yeah. you call? Fine, fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? So anyway, so yeah, so he has this moment of, I really should call Michael or maybe even like Murphy and get a couple of the he guys. He should have invested in carrier pigeons by now. Maybe. Those dudes can go fast and far. They can, but what's he going to do? Walk around with like a, three or four pigeons on his shoulder at all Why time? not? He's, he's already a weirdo. Giant voluminous pockets. He always talks about. He's like some magic trick where they pull out like sixteen <laughs> doms and a couple rabbits. He starts wearing a top hat with a carrier pigeon in it. <laughs> I don't do hats. Yeah. But wait, there's reason for you to now. It'd be even funnier if he just had like a little like pull string on the side of it and the top of it just flipped up. <laughs> It was even better if it's like one of those clocks with the little like like a oh, front thing. <laughs> Imagine Murphy trying to get a, a carrier pigeon at the at the office. Right? <laughs> She's like, dude, you know how long it took me to get a fucking nameplate? Now you need me to have like a fucking window office. I was say, yeah, just keep her window open all the time. <laughs> Murphy downstairs. Uh, Murph, yeah, there's a pigeon here for you. <laughs> Buzz them in. <laughs> I still think Harry should do carrier pigeons. That would help him out a lot. It would be At fun. least for contacting inside Chicago, which, to be fair, he very rarely needs to contact Ooh, people outside yeah, no, of Chicago. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, yeah, like Michael and Murphy, you know, people that hear regularly. Susan. Yeah, you know, eventually matters. No, he's not going to make this date again tonight. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like... But again, like, and it'd be really uh, Susan, cool, because if he just starts to have a natural hatred for, like, pigeons, you know, every time she... Like what now? <laughs> Every time I see a pigeon, I get broken up with. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, you get canceled on. Fuck. But still, like again, like I was thinking originally only one, but then you said three or four. But it, yeah, like look, if they're like really well trained, they can like sit in the trees and just like slowly watch Harry or something like that. And he just like puts out his arm and one comes down. And he's like, all right, bitch, you know, write this on you. <laughs> and he writes something down and then it, like goes off. And he's like, okay, cool, thanks. So they're just gonna randomly ride ra- and just fly, fly around, around him until they find no. him. <laughs> they fly around him all the time. Oh, I see. They're just like they follow him until he attaches something to them and dispatches them. And yeah, and he's like, you go to fucking like well, Michael. Okay. How easy is it gonna be to sneak around? Here's Harry trying to sneak into a warehouse. There's With a like flock a- of birds. <laughs> okay, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> so not only they have to, <laughs> <laughs> they don't need to come so in the building. <laughs> So he has to train these things to, to go to all the, you know, to know that they're going to, like, Murphy's okay. house or okay. Michael's house. Okay. Or he has, I don't know how carrier pigeons work. Yeah, maybe I don't know has, a lot about them. I think he like has one, one pigeon. Like, trained for Michael's it's house. One, one pigeon per location. To, okay. So <laughs> this is where he has this block of, so not only does he have to train them where to go and, like, where to come back to him. Like, but he's also magic, okay? Or, or, okay, but he also has to train them for, like, when they can, like, 
keep up with him and when they stay back and when they Okay, I've got a new idea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the little people. Toot toot and his friends. Uh. He just always keeps like one of them in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> See, that would be slightly better. They could find him a little bit easier. They can go anywhere. They, they you could have a direct dialogue <laughs> to yeah of yeah. But um, I believe that. And would I don't know. Its own I don't host of know if pigeons eat pizza. I don't know what you would feed I'm a pigeon. He'd probably sure try to feed it coke. They eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if this was Harry's pigeon, it would eat coke and pizza. <laughs> Your animals are wildly mistreated. <laughs> no, they're magic. It's Once fine. Again, thanks to the world of fiction, it was like Mister can survive just fine off of Coke and SpaghettiOs. <laughs> oh man! So Harry gets no backup because he has no carrier pigeons or fairies in his pocket today. I'm just and Mister's Mister's out doing his own reconnaissance for Harry right now. Jim Butcher could have laid the groundwork now, and he could have had carrier pigeons by battleground. Probably sooner. Probably by changes he could have had if he started now. Maybe Pro- he originally there's had like, carrier pigeons, like, and, and then because of the butterfly effect, that. they're gone. Like, like he did in another universe. <laughs> Nine or <laughs> ten years between now and changes. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, like he would have had enough time to be like a pigeon man. <laughs> and he's magic. Could have done. But then it's he true. has to also. That raises another point. He has to keep Mister from eating all these pigeons. Well. So how do you think Mister would have taken to a flock Maybe of pigeons? Maybe they're dual movie? duty. Plus, <laughs> they're too old. <laughs> Deliver a message. Oh my god! That's why he has so many. <laughs> What's that? What's that? It's his side hustle, Dresden's pigeon breeding. <laughs> you know in Shrek when Fiona starts singing and she goes and the bird starts singing back to her and then Fiona hits a high note and the bird just explodes when it tries to go. It's <laughs> <laughs> like every day Harry comes home and there's like, another exploded pigeon, what's happening? <laughs> Well, where is it going to host them? Because everything I've ever seen about anybody who ever has, like, carrier pigeons is they always have, like, a rooftop thing. Harry lives in a basement suite. So where on earth would he host all these poor pigeons? I, okay, listen, we're doing fairies now. <laughs> and also, like, carrier so pigeons just got a cave full of carrier pigeons. fairies. Carrier pigeons, like, were enlisted to war, okay? They can deal with a fucking basement suite. <laughs> All these fancy 21st century pigeons are too good for a basement suite. Back in my day, pigeons used to be in the war. (laughs) That's because back in your day, PETA didn't exist. (laughs) So, you know, if you're not allowed to send canaries down in mine shafts anymore, I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to send your pigeons to war anymore. What's PETA's opinion? (laughs) Carry your pigeons? This is so a particularly pet friendly podcast. We all take very good care of our pets, by the way. Yes, Don't worry, do, Jessica do. has none. <laughs> yeah, Pete is against it. That's not surprising. <laughs> so there goes that. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know where we are now, but all I know is that Harry has no carrier pigeons. Yeah, Justin's about to be assaulted by Kyle. Hampton, oh, yes. Yeah, so he, he, yes. He knows he should, and yet he doesn't stop for backup because time is of the essence. And he opens the van, and there's Lydia, and he's like, well, that's convenient. And then he goes, wait, maybe that's My spider senses convenient. are tingling. <laughs> my, my pigeon sense. <laughs> Pitchy sense? That just doesn't work. So, yeah, just as he starts to go, wait a minute, this might be a trick. And then, lo and behold, in comes Kyle swinging. So at least he, he he's not completely 100% blindsided. He's only, like, 50% blindsided. So he gets, like, knocked into the van, but he, like, twists around and, like, kicks him out. And brawl ensues. And, uh... This is his fancy rings as self-defense against the vampire. Yeah, and I don't know. I is this the first time he's used it? And, and I wasn't sure if the, this was the, the kinetic rings, how it yes. was described, or if it's used in a different manner. No, it is the kinetic ring, ring because he does re- say that they keep a little bit back, but I, I, I feel like he's mentioned putting them on before or something, but I don't remember if he actually had cause to use them. I'm pretty sure he never used it in, in Stormfront. I don't, I don't think, think so. he did in... 
in... Um, like, I think the only other mention of the ring is the one that he gave to Faith Astor. Way and, back and when, And that was yeah. for, for glowing lights. That was, yeah. It, it wasn't, like... I don't know if that was, but yeah, he gave it to her to yet. think of her good memory and stuff, and it made it glow. But, yeah, regardless. So, anyways, yeah, this might be the first time we've heard that Harry has this enchanted ring. So, every time he moves his hand, arm, whatever, that kinetic energy... A little bit of it gets stored in the ring. Yeah. And built up. Harry punched Parker in the face with his kinetic hand. Did he do that? Oh, when he broke his nose? When he was trying to run away from the... Okay. Yeah, first time. All right. Okay, I I was trying to think of the fight with the street wolves, and I just couldn't... Okay, there we go. Perfect. So, yeah, so part of his magical arsenal, he's got his staff, he's got his rod, he's got his shield, bracelet, he's got this ring, so he can give an extra oomphy punch to things. Would have had talisman, but... Would have had a desmond, but that's not usually, you know... That was more specific to all the ghostly <laughs> rampaging that was going on, not something he generally... Um, so so anyway, so yeah, so he gives a couple of... So he, yeah, so he kind of kicks Kyle, and then he gives him a whomp with the big blast of... And, like, peels off half his human skin stuff because he batters him so Ew. badly. And then it's, yeah, gross. Then he's like, I mean, he's like, I know there's, like, this black rubbery vampire underneath, but it's still gross to see it, especially when it's, like, half and half. When it shivers. Yeah, well, yeah, at one point he talks about things, like, rippling under the skin, and he's like, <laughs> oh, he's like, even, like, I know it's, the, it's, like, it's just wrong. You don't, yeah. That, that gives me the chills right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, so they're going, so he's trying to, uh, and, and then, yeah, you. I was like, well, that's original. Yes, me. <laughs> you know? It's like, and he finds out the hole, and he's like, where are you going with Lydia? And Kyle's just like, who? <laughs> Which, again, you would think, like, presumably. And he's like, uh, the girl in your van with my bracelet? He's like, oh, is that what she told you her name? Which is, I'm like, I kind of, I get there's, like, a hole. But I'm like, it also, like, I guess why part of it didn't have as much oomph to me. Like, so I sort of get, like, at first when he's like, who? And it's like, Harry gets, and I feel a little bit like, because he's like, um, Harry's like, my chest paying hard, sharp, hot, as if something was broken. And I sort of assume that's like, they're kidnapping this person and they don't even know who she is. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, that's how little the vampires care or see, like, it's not a person, it's just... You know, like, I found a wallet on the street. Like, but that wallet's name is George, and he's my best friend, you know? It's just like, what? Well, see, and I took that as it. uh, The vampires don't know that Lydia is linked to Dresden in any way. Because he was making the assumption that it was a trap. Yeah. But it wasn't, because they're like... What the you fuck are you doing here? Maybe, and that's part of it. But yeah, I always sort of read it as a little bit that, like, yeah, he was just like pissed off that they didn't even, you know, like she meant so little or something like that. That that was why he was initially. But it could be either way or both. And I don't know. But either way, he's like her, and then yeah, and then Kyle's like, oh, pfft, that's not even her name. And you're kind of like, oh, okay, well that makes a touch of sense of why he. But at the same time. Um, um, because he's like, oh, you've been used, dressed, and he's like, I got a shivery feeling again and narrowed my eyes. But I'm like, you knew when you met her, you said, hey, what's your name? And she's like, like I'm gonna give that to a wizard. You can call me Lydia. Yeah. So it's not like, it's like we didn't know happened. that it was not. Yeah. I mean, it could have been her name and just not giving her full name because we know your full name has more. But it would also seem pretty likely that she was like nothing to do with like a complete and total alias or whatever, you know. So part of me is like the fact that he makes such a big deal like you've been used. And I'm like, no, she was pretty upfront about the fact that she wasn't going to give you her real name. So yeah. it's not that surprising that, oh, is that what she told you? It's like, well, yes, that's what she told me. But whatever, whatever the purpose of this, I'm just reading too much or too little into it or whether there was some <laughs> reason that it was, you know, but it was just one of those things where I'm like, uh, duh. But yeah, but then Kelly gets in on the act and she comes in to, to try and, uh, um, not sideswipe, blindside, is that the word I'm looking blindside, for again? Yeah. I feel like I used that word too many times already though, so. Mm. Um, so the prize attack. Ah. Yeah, so yeah, his spidey sense starts to tingle again a little bit, and then Kelly appears. Um, but she was a little... She, she doesn't she, was, she doesn't get him the first time. She doesn't get him the first time, but you know, she's all kind of like she's been feeding or something. Like, yeah, she's a little she's messed up. She's all dressed in white. The, how the description is, is she's all dressed in white, and then she's got little... Um, flecks, yeah, she's got little speckles of, of blood and, on her white cat okay. suit, and then, and then like a blood mustache. She's like, ew. Yeah, ew. <laughs> So, um, I guess her diet's over. <laughs> or maybe this is her one meal of the day that she's allowed. I don't know. This is this is her slim fast shake that she just went. Um, so he kind of has both of them or whatever, right? And he's trying to get 
answers out and and she's still whining about she's like let me have him i'm hungry and and he tells justin tells the pair that the the girl is under his protection yeah he tries to get them to clear out and they're like not happening and they're really defensive of of her yeah well yeah i don't know if it's they're not really defensive thank you that's the word yeah i was like wait it's not um so yeah so he tries so she goes i think she goes to make a uh I guess like Kyle knocks him over again or something and like, sl- anyways, one of them like picks him up or like slams him into the thing or something and he gets a shot off that doesn't hit either one of them directly and Kelly manages tackling him to the floor and he kind of makes a grab, like tries to grab her hair to like keep her from like closing in on him or whatever, but he knows she's like way stronger than him and he's like, I'm not going to be able to hold her off for long, like there's no question she's going to be able to overpower me. And then her gross... Yes. She drools all over uh-huh. him. And yeah. It's kind of bad. First, like, drips on his face and he starts, but then it's, like, it in my mouth. I'm just, like, like I have a particular thing about, like, spit and stuff like that, too. I'm, like, that is just, like, the, so gross. But not in the, like, like, right, even the flex of spit hitting his face is kind of like, ew, that's, but the fact that it, like, then he's, like, drool, like, falls in his mouth. Into and his mouth, yeah. And he's just, like, ugh, I just don't like that depiction, that, ugh. Nasty, nasty, nasty. It's uh, not, not so yeah, pleasant. No. It's not pleasant. So point being is it starts taking effect. Or is it? Well, it becomes, but yeah, it's it's one of those things. It's like... Luckily, his fire spell veered super wildly. Yeah. Cuts half the building in half. Yeah, because he's going down and he's going down cuts fast. Cuts the building in half. Yeah, because that narcotic effect starts taking and he's like, oh, okay, what? And he really Ooh, starts succumbing. Yeah, like really quickly. And, like, he, he, like, barely, like, for a moment, he's like, no, no, no. Okay, yeah, fine, right? So, yeah, so she's about to get right in there, and he's like, mm, it's all good. And then all of a sudden, yeah, the, the ceiling, the wall starts cracking and falling down, and that last bit of sunlight is mm-hmm. left, and he tries to Because otherwise, yeah, that would have been the end of Dresden right there, because he, yeah, it he was, like, so... Um, uh, doped up so quickly <laughs> right mm-hmm. you know that he like yeah could have would have done anything um and happily so i do have to laugh a little bit at kyle and kelly make they do make their escape but kyle has you know i'll get you yet gadget <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, i'll get you next time but yeah so she's yeah she screams getting half like sizzled or whatever and then kyle like jumps in the van and starts it off and like grabs her on the way by which Actually, how does he do that? Cause he, does he haul her up and then drive away? I sort of had it pictured like he drives by and grabs her, but I'm like, he couldn't haul her in through the side door if he was driving. Yeah, no, he's he hauls her, he grabs her so, and uh, shoves her in the back of the van. Shoves her in the van and then he hops around and takes off. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, not quite as the... Um, yeah, so off they go. Oh, wizard, you'll pay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Dresden has enough sense to go home while he's drugged. Yeah. Looks well, sort of. like, damn, I'm kind of hard on buildings. So we know he, like, burned down Victor's place. Doesn't call for a designated driver. Not <laughs> at all. No. Well, again, he's already so loopy that I Irresponsible. guess... Completely. Well, he doesn't know that he's not with it, right? Um, but at least it sounds like he went too slow because he says he has, um, like visions of cars whizzing past him. So hopefully that yeah. just means he just kind of turtled it all, <laughs> which is still not good, but better than, I guess, driving, creating around wildly. But, but basically, yeah, that's it. He's, he's getting dark. The vampires come out. He, he has enough to think about going home. And as he starts to go, the sun completely sinks and night falls and everything that's in the night comes out to play. Waha! Thank you to our Patreon subscribers for your generous support. It's people like you who help us do what we do. If you're not yet a Patreon subscriber, sign up today and get a fuck ton of bonus content, kick-ass merch, behind-the-scenes outtakes, and more! Sign up today at patreon.com slash free flow rambling. Chapter 17. Dresden makes it to the safety of his apartment. He attempts to manage with the narcotic in his system, but eventually succumbs to sleep and to dreams. Dresden's dreams quickly turn into a nightmare, but this nightmare is very real. 
Bob manages to wake Dresden with the help of Mister. So he makes it home, driving not responsibly. Yes, like a turtle. Turtle, turtle. Don't, don't make out with vampires and drive people. <laughs> this chapter is very like like I didn't get it the first time I ever read this book. As you realize the rest of the story and come back to this chapter, I found this to be a lot more intense on like second and third rereads. Mm. Just like I don't know, like. The way it just melds into the dream. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, it just seems like, you know, you, like, you don't really understand the stakes the first time you're here. And then once you learn more about the world later on, you come back to this and you're like, oh, fuck, bro. <laughs> yeah. That was a rough night. <laughs> right. And even, like, Harry begins to freak out after the events of this chapter. Like, he's mm-hmm. clearly upset about what's about to happen, so right? So we assume to be upset, but you're right. It, it takes a little bit more but. before you sort of get the full effect. Like, it really sinks in the... Kind of like Harry wanting to run after this thing, and Bob is like, "You don't get it." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're like, "I don't understand. Why is Harry freaking out so bad?" I just, yeah, I just feel like you know, like it seemed like, like not that it wasn't you know high stakes or it wasn't mm-hmm. bad or anything, but I think like at the time that it happened, you're like, "All right, it's just one more plot device, one more problem." But I yeah. think you know, trying to look at this and like think now as it goes in future books and how this potentially affected him going on. Well, out even here, just right? by the end of the book. You go back and are like, but definitely, yeah, subsequent. But subsequently is just very much like, oh shit, like there was some potentially there's some crazy lasting sh- problems from this that shit going on. And yeah, well, maybe, you know. Even if we, we look back onto Mickey, the, the psychological damage, how he described it as like, uh-huh. his, he's going to be going through PTSD from this. Yeah. And he basically goes through the exact same experience yeah. without... Well, Without the, the phone, like he gets a chunk taken out of his psyche. Even to an extent, I recall the the uh, what, what blowback, the aftermath mm-hmm. of Murphy, mm-hmm. which we'll get to. But I like it just for me, like it never really like clicked the same way for Harry. But the then con- reading this chapter again, I'm like, oh dude, like you have issues right now, <laughs> like that. Mm. I just kind of I don't know for whatever reason, I just kind of was like, I don't know, main character, they're fine, you know, move on. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. everyone else gets hurt, but he's fine. But like now reading the chapter well, again this time, I was just like, fuck. I suppose there's mm-hmm. also, and we're sort of jumping to the end of the chapter here, yeah. but I suppose there's a little bit too of. It's still traumatic, but at least Harry knows what's going... You know what I mean? It's kind of like, I guess, maybe the difference between, like, a child and an adult. As an adult, I'm like, you still might have a freaky experience, but you've got logic and experience and rationale to know, like, why your car skidded and went sideways, and if you're lucky, you know how to get it back on, And right? Whereas a kid is just like, I don't understand why this is happening, I don't know how to fix it, I right? It makes it scary on a whole other level and traumatic in a different way so he's kind of took it a little bit that way that but the, he he does take like a psychological yeah, he definitely takes a psychological wound. beating but at least you know again harry knows and believes in the supernatural world and know these things are possible and when bob yeah. explains that tim can understand a little bit of what happened right so but yeah it doesn't yeah not to say that harry doesn't properly take care of himself afterwards and you know good at taking care of everybody else not himself mm-hmm. so anyways we start off with a very you know weird piece together timeline dream effect he tries well this is the thing is that he gets back and he tries he manages to block it out for a while like we see that he does have some defenses yeah he's got quite a a bit of mental fortitude to be able to do that against an well yeah and like he says you know he's like i'd learn to block out pain he's like when necessary he's like studying under justin it basically was a necessity right so it's like justin was very hard and it's like you learn this or you suffer so he learned how to block out, right? So he's like, yeah, it's not as easy to do as pleasure because normally that's the part, you know? But again, right, and he does, he succeeds for a little while and manages to push it aside, but then just as more of and more of it, you know, as it just gets more and more through his bloodstream or whatever, you know, I don't know if it's like a um, concentration thing that just more of it is seeping in or whether it's a lengthy thing that just the longer it's there, the easier it wears him down. I don't know, but but yeah, he, he really does try for a while. And succeeds, and then conked, conked. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I think Pitcher does a good job though of just the sort of disorientation, stumbling around, and like, not necessarily. Like, he's not writing it cut off, but at the same time, Harry's kind of jumping a little bit from action to thought to mm-hmm. you know, like gives we, you a little get, bit of him. Yeah, getting or looking in the mirror, and then he's in bed, and then yeah, exactly. It gives you enough of that sense too. Yeah, just enough details to, to about be the there cat. with him, and yeah, right. It's like oh, okay, the cat was home when he got back, and he let him in, but he wasn't really. Yeah. And he throws out another law. Of magic was broken. If Kelly had succeeded, anyways, she would have been breaking a law of magic, which is not something that I thought the vampires were uh, upheld to. Yeah, 
Like, I thought it was only the humans that aren't supposed to do that. That's just where we're vampire well, nature, so they're allowed to do it. But Harry is, which again, it could just be him drugged out, but he's like, she could have gotten into my head if she'd bitten me. Usual mind-controlled enchantment, breaking one of the laws of magic. Hmm. Which oh, is like... I missed that part. Yeah, which is like, is that just like him being a little bit fucked up that he's just like, ah, oh, you can't do that, it's against the rules, and forgetting that vampires don't have to follow Or could have used courts? him as a weapon. Or potentially to that, or is it like actually like vampires are maybe a little bit beholden maybe through the unseal i don't really know mm. but he's throwing it out there he's like oh you can't mind control people it came really close and it's just like what buddy yeah i don't, I don't that know. is a good question i don't know how because it's sort of you know creating that link between victim and whatever like that sort of makes sense but maybe it is maybe again if they cross that line to humans and things because vampires are potentially born of mortals than that. Maybe it's part of the crossover there that vampires are sort of more closely related to human beings than like. But the thing is, is that like the white court can't exist at all if that's a rule against vampires. Like, well, mm. really, like, but, that's um, just the thing. Is like, did like Jim Butcher change his mind on how who the rules affected, or did it's, left it's left just left. a Harry being drugged out and just being yeah. like, you can't do that. That's not fair. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> right. You can't rob me. That's against the law. Yeah. Oh my god, you're right. I'm sorry. I'll stop robbing you. Um, hmm. It could be, or is it? No, I'm from Australia. We're allowed to be criminals there. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if it's not actually a law that's being broken, but they have the potential of controlling him to break a law of. Of the yeah, it, making it, him yeah, making him then do it yeah it's not yeah it's not terribly clear but yeah. well I was, I was gonna say neither is like using thinking. mind control <laughs> which is the nice thing about this chapter is you can put it all on Harry being drugged up and dumb yeah. <laughs> but I was gonna say maybe this is slightly different like like the saliva is sort of that's just its inherent natural properties whereas if you get that link maybe that's what he's seeing could actually give them a way to fully control you which is against whereas with um the white core again that sort of psychic power is more just their sort of inherent ability to make you want to right like do you get what i'm saying no because it would still be inherent of the vampires like it's still just like a part of who they are right like they don't control it's not like a magic spell they're casting it's her saliva I know, that's what he says it's he her says, biting but this is what i mean like maybe um because he calls it a mind control enchantment so maybe like biting you can get a link and they can kind of like seek you out and find you but maybe that would make you more more susceptible to them, like actually breaking into your mind and then causing you, See, as I'm, opposed to just sort of a vague like, "Hey, you want to come here?" Like I don't know. I'm sort of taking this as he still doesn't know the full extent of vampire powers, so I think he's maybe just guessing because he's like, that "I don't know he's, what happens." He's not if she like, bit me. Th- this anything could have happened that's i don't actually know super fair that is that yeah i was gonna say that again as the story goes we learn more about the vampire so we're starting from a place of knowledge but at this point you're right harry doesn't know shit harry well yeah he just again yeah. knows the basics right he does yeah. not and know he, nearly as much about definitely doesn't know all the, the I'm intricate new details. in town <laughs> right and he picked up his knowledge just from the first visit of, yeah. with Bianca. No, not. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, Tanzan. Oh, All right. Woo. You get that one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not that it's And if you disagree, don't join our Discord. <laughs> it's okay. You could disagree with me. Absolutely. <laughs> don't make us watch Tanzan cry again. No. <laughs> it's okay. There's no cameras on Discord. Okay. So, um... So yeah, so he goes through all this, eventually gives in, starts to dream, and he just goes back over his dream of what happened when they initially busted this guy a couple months ago that none of us thought was really that important until it starts becoming more important in this chapter and onwards. So yes, yes, it, Harry dreams of the sting on the sorcerer Kavros. Kravos? Kravos. Actually, even before that, sorry, he's thinking about Lydia, Lydia. again. I thought this was a really specific point for him oh, that yes. I'm like... Because when he goes there, he's like, oh, I saw her in the truck and I felt her hand and she was still alive. And now, like, in his drugged up state, he's going back and he's like, what was her heartbeat? 60. Her heartbeat was 60. I'm like, did you seriously stop and take later? I'm like, I don't know. Maybe that's a standard thing. Maybe when people legitimately feel people's heartbeats, they, like, check it for what it should be. I'm lucky if I can find a pulse on... But I wouldn't know what a human's heartbeat is supposed to be. But he said, he's like, oh, yeah, that would have been about normal. I'm like, I would not have known that. And, like, I don't know anything about that. And also, like, 
I wouldn't recall it an hour later. Like, if I felt exactly. your pulse right I now, and then I went home, all, and I'm like, like... drugged up and trying to, like, block everything out, and he starts thinking, and I'm like, you barely know what yours is, and you can, like, remember back to what Lydia's was. I'm like, yes, that's great that we know that she was alive mm-hmm. and well. But I was like, I already assumed that when you said she's not dead. Yeah, well... <laughs> you know? I was like, okay, she's... This seems more just up, like, dry, drugged up Harry thoughts. It's like, all Maybe right, Maybe just dude. random spiraling, <laughs> yeah. focusing too much on... But I know, it was just Well, it's almost like when you, like, want to be a detective about something. Like, when we're trying to do this podcast, I'm like, what does it mean? And it's like, you're, it doesn't matter. Shut the fuck Sometimes up and move on, right? And Harry, he's just like... What is it? Pulse, pulse. I should think about the pulse. That's got to be important. You're like, buddy. <laughs> See, and I thought that just it, the more important part was the questioning itself. That it was the the he's. he's Am I okay? Are you okay? Are we all okay? What's life? <laughs> like, what is? What do they have to do? What does the yeah. the link between? Yeah, and that stuff definitely. He goes into more. Kyle Lydia Kelly and Lydia. Like, yeah, he's like, okay, she's been normal, but she was like laying there, and then Kyle and Kelly were there, and then what do they have to do with the vampire? Yeah, I get that, but it was just the fact that that sort of specific detail that I was like, it wasn't even because if he just kind of glossed over that and gone to you know if he'd like, okay, she picked up a heartbeat, and then why is she there? But it was just the fact that I was like, you specifically knew like what her heartbeat was and like i say remembered it like he's a weirdo through all of this it was just kind of funny um but yeah starts trying to put it together and figure out why malone and lydia are connected and that doesn't make sense and all about the nightmare and more questions and why are the vampires and da 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 how did they get through the threshold and how did she get through the threshold and did he attack her with my talisman or not and all of this kind of stuff so yeah that's where he starts yeah getting through and finally um he keeps trying to pin it on Bianca. He keeps trying to say, he's like, all right, if Kyle and Kelly are involved, then Bianca has to be involved. Yeah, because it's just gotta be Bianca. she's the lackey. They're and her lackeys, which doesn't If I need sense. to connect to Lydia at all, then it's gotta be through Bianca. So why does Bianca want Lydia? And he's like throwing out things like this. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, all right, now how do I connect the nightmare to Bianca? And he's like trying to do all this stuff. But a little bit later on in the chapter, it seems like he's just like completely given up the Bianca thing. And then Bob is like, what about Bianca? He's like, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, you were the one who was like, you went on for like three paragraphs of how it all looked at Bianca. And then like later on, he's like, I just don't get how these people are connected. connected." And Bob's like, how about Bianca? And he's like, Bianca. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Dude. Maybe. But anyways. But yeah, he goes in there. So it finds out that, yeah, um, him and Michael, along with SI, had gone to take down... Kravos, who was doing all this ritual serial killing magic stuff and he had a bunch of lackeys of his own or whatever um so specifically we get that stalins and rudolph and malone are there accompanying murphy and michael and harry probably a couple of other random nameless si people (laughs) but all of those guys are there um, and they're basically like, hey, we're going to round up the followers. because Like every all- fantasy novel, you three cops can have a name when the first three cops die. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so like, like I just recently read Dune. Uh, I'm in the middle of Promise of Blood right now. Uh, uh, there was another one I was reading now. I can't think of what it is. But like these particular books give you so many names and so many places. And I'm just like, what the fuck are we even talking about? Like, how dare you give eight characters a name that starts with F? Like, <laughs> you need a chart there's to like 26 letters in the alphabet. Get a new letter for everyone so I can tell someone apart. And they'll have, like, father and son and grandfather all start with the name T. And I'm like, they're all the same person to me. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck these people are. It's, like, the most infuriating thing ever. So I like that, you know, Jim Butcher's like, no, you have to do something cool to get a name. Idiot. Want to come along to my ADD session? (laughs) No, I actually, I really really don't like it when authors give too many names and places. Because I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? I don't give a fuck about Brian. There is, well, yeah, I was going to say Do something cool, Brian, and then I'll care. And then I'll care. Um, I was going to say that is one thing. Like, I do obviously like a lot of, like, fantasy and things like that, too. But I'm like, it does get harder when you start getting a lot of the really, like, foreign type, you know, like, especially yeah, fantasy, fantasy love to Yeah, they love to skip a lot of, like, vowels and consonants and throw, like, hyphens and oh, do, right. right, you know, and apostrophes and stuff like that. I mean, right? So it's just, again, when it's, I'm like, it's not even just, like, human foreign. It's completely. And then when you get, like, a ton of names like that, that's when I start getting frustrated and I'm just like I can't remember this isn't like again I'm like if I had to remember George and Sally and even like you know some of the more slightly exotic names or something I'm like okay if they <laughs> the least bit you know pronounceable pronounceable or from the the earthly realm then I can probably <laughs> figure this out and go with it but yeah some of this super crazy yeah 
Yeah, it, so, it gets real annoying. Thanks, Butcher, for not having too many of those. Yeah. yeah, mostly you pull from existing entities that we can look up their names and figure out if it's Charbidus or Crubdus. Yeah. Well, even then, and there's times when like he uses like I, I've Curtis. seen there's times when he's gone to get like a new character or something. And he's like, wait, I already have someone who does this. Like, I'll just bring him back. Like, even Murphy wasn't supposed to be that reoccurring, and he's like, well, I already fucking have a cop. Like, I'll oh. just use Murphy again. Yeah, <laughs> right. And same with Butters. Buzzles wasn't supposed to be reoccurring. He's like, I already fucking have an Emmy, like or MD yeah. or whatever the fuck Butters is, right? Right. He's like, I don't yeah. need to bring in a new one. Like, I've already got one, right? So I like it that Butcher does that because then it's like you can actually have something meaningful, meaningful in a past with these characters. Yes. Right. Whereas like sometimes I find like authors is just like. We go to a new society every single chapter, and you meet 87 people. Yeah. And you're just expected to remember that forever. And I'm like, you die. Yeah. Right. I was going to say, at least when this throws back, then eventually you can go, oh, I do remember that person, as opposed to, like, yeah. Which is why when I will get forever to- wait for Faith Astor to come back in the books. <laughs> Jim Butcher recycles everyone. <laughs> there you go. I have a quick question. Yeah. Is there a difference between warlocks and sorcerers? Technically speaking, um, the White Council refers to warlocks as gone down a bad path. But that's how he refers to sorcerers. So then no. The, okay, my take on it, and I did not, you know, look this up in, in preparation for this question, so I may change my opinion or somebody else may correct me. Sorcerers, it sounds like Harry uses the term sort of for one-trick ponies. So, um, Kravos just did his creepy, culty, serial-killing stuff. And Shadow Man, uh, Victor Sells, just did his, like, creepy, culty sex orgies and drug ring. Whereas Warlocks, to me, are pretty much, they're on par. Like, anybody in the White, like, if you've succeeded to the White Council and become a full-fledged member of Wizardry, and you can, you know, it's like... Um, All right, I just Googled it. No, shut up! I'm finishing my <laughs> explanation, and then we can find out. Um, it's it's, it's kind of sure, like... let's waste okay, time on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like, okay, it's like the difference between, like, I don't know, like, a university degree and, like, a trades. So, like, an electrician learns how to be an electrician and learns how to be a really good electrician. Whereas, like, university, you have to have, like, your science and your math and your English. And, right, you have to have, like, so many requirements in order to def- fulfill a degree. No matter, like, what you take, you still have to have other parts mm. of it, right? Okay. So that's kind of what a wizard is. So a warlock is just a wizard who's like, well, I know how to do everything now. I'm going to go out and do bad shit because I no longer care. Or I think we've gone on the wrong path. Or this. Whereas a sorcerer basically just learns how to do like that one bad thing or whatever, right? So they're not using their powers for good, but they don't, they, they're not as edgy. They don't know how to do as much. Okay. All right. So just. How does that stand up to what you found? Just about perfect. Yes. <laughs> So in Blood Rites, Murphy asks for the difference, and he explains it as such. Kind of an industry term. Plenty of people can do a little magic, small-time stuff, but sometimes the small-time, small, sometimes the small-timers practice up or tap into some kind of power source and get enough ability to be dangerous. A sorcerer is someone who can do some serious violence with magic, like the Shadow Man or Kravos. <laughs> wizard means it's not like I've read these books before. <laughs> wizard means that you can do sorcery if you need to, but it also means that you can do a lot of other things too. A wizard's power isn't limited to blowing things up or calling up demons. A good wizard can adapt his magic in almost any. Way he can imagine, which can be the problem. Warlocks are basically dark wizards. Okay. So Sweet. Yeah, Shadow Man or um, sorcerers are basically one trick ponies. Cool. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Oh, sorry that you just assumed you were talking to me. <laughs> thank you both for that. Yeah. I get credit too. <laughs> thank you for confirming my hypothesis, which I probably know from reading the books 10,000 times and having Card Harry explain it. But. Yeah. but Jim Butcher isn't here, so you don't have to claim plagiarism. <laughs> I knew it myself. I did pull it up before you got the confirmation. All right. So back to the uh, the dream. <laughs> wait, wait, real real quick. A Reddit will, like, offer you, like, similar questions to the one you Googled. Mm-hmm. And the suggested one was, are the other wizards really lazy or is Dresden just uber powerful on a level <laughs> none of the others have achieved? <laughs> I just started That's the series. Why question. don't the rest of them do anything? <laughs> Well, sir. Answer that person back and tell them to tune in. <laughs> they asked the question seven years ago. I don't think they care anymore. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe they're looking for a new podcast to listen and they to. They figured it out. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That is a really good question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other words are just really lazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Harry would say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Harry would agree. Yeah. <laughs> So I love the verbal takedown that Michael gives Rudolph in the, in the dream. 
Yeah. Demon breathed Ruth off. Jesus, can you believe this shit? Jesus did believe in demons. <laughs> <laughs> it's subtle, but it, yeah. it's definitely a... And it's very true, though. <laughs> He's like, Jesus, do you believe this shit? He's like, yes, actually. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> and then he's just like, basically, he's like, don't get too close to it. He's like, don't shoot at it or leave it to me. If it gets past me, throw your holy water and run. <laughs> he's like, do not... And Harry's like, yeah, that's pretty much the plan. <laughs> he's like, me and me and Michael will take care of the demon and the sorcerer. You guys just kind of warn us if anything's going down. And yeah, I just love that. Just like, just throw your holy water at them and run away. So yeah, so they go in and get all the, the kidlets out. Are you going on something else there? Right, yeah, no. I oh. mean, in, in the in, in that dream, he they do succeed. I kind of wondered though if Rudy, if this is is this the the sting that Rudy ran away from mm. that he got chicken shit and went bye yeah and that does happen in the dream and I think that's part of why he hasn't been gone after yeah I think Rollins was in there with this too wasn't he and I'm trying to remember when he says who all uh, Michael Malone doesn't she say who. Rudy's definitely there. Yeah, she just right, refers Michael. to him as the rest of the... The rest of the team. She's the rest of the team. There's, There's no Rollins mentioned in this book. So maybe not, because Rollins never gets specific... Not Rollins. Stallings. Stallings. Yeah, I don't remember here. Stallings. Um, that, but that doesn't mean it didn't happen. Because everybody... Right? So Malone was there, and Malone has been attacked, right? And, and Harry was there, and Harry gets attacked, and he's worried about Murphy, and he's worried about Michael, and Rudy runs away. And as of yet, Rudy has not been. So I was like, maybe... Stallings was not up front in this particular, or at least like you say, in the forefront of what happened because only those that sort of have named. And so, yeah, so I think this, this thing definitely is the one where it happened in real life and thus far up to that point in the dream, that's correct in what happened as well is that Rudy freaked out, tucked tail and ran. Mm. So, um, which is part of why, yeah, he still gets all pissy at Dresden because he's like everybody else fought it out with this thing. So, yeah, so they basically said, you know, they're going to have all the his little cult members or whatever, and SI focuses on getting them all for, I think Harry says it takes them like 90 seconds or something like that. Like, basically, they were right where they were Just supposed in to and be. out. Boom. Yeah, rounds them up, takes them out, and then throws them in the van, and they go back in, and, and once Harry starts doing the magic and calling up the circle and things like that, that's when it um, starts pinging on the, on Kravos's, like, radar or whatever, right? Um... So it takes a um, different turn into a nightmare at that point when he's trying to, to do, yeah. do the the uh, yeah he's the got circle. his little Ken doll or whatever as his connection and I hope he's like Murphy he's like are you sure yeah pretty sure I think so maybe he's like maybe great <laughs> <laughs> reasonably sure but yeah I like that so but yeah once he starts to do it then it's like okay yeah it makes a connection so they're like we're good but yeah that's where it starts to diverge because in real life. Michael had gutted the demon. Harry had, you know, encircled and trapped, magically trapped, whatever. Yeah. Blocked his power. Um, but in the dream, it doesn't quite go that way. And, like, it's an extremely, like, like, they don't normally win Graphic. a day this easily. Oh. No, like, like, the way he, like, says it, he's like, I, like, pulled him away from his powers. Michael took the demon. Uh, Mickey Malone shot out his legs. And Murphy wrestled away the knife. And that was it. Done. Like, yeah. everyone had a role, everyone did their part, and it was done. There was Which no, is like, probably also part of why I, like, semi-dismiss this thing as being important. Because it's like, well, anytime it's important, there's, like, a lot more struggle. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's like, oh, you took this guy out so easy, he's a nobody. Which is exactly what Harry was thinking. Yeah, right? So it was, like, it was, like very clean, all in all. But, yeah. you know, obviously, yeah, the dream fucks it up. Yeah. Yeah, and everybody dies this time. Horribly. Instead. I mean, really badly. Yeah, Michael like gets his his neck snapped. Um, Murphy gets, I think she gets clawed and gutted. Yeah, yeah claws flashed out. Um, Talons are carved through her Kevlar jacket, her shirt, skin, leaving her belly torn. Harry gets like chomped and eaten. Oh, um, Malone's is like the worst. Is, oh, yeah, oh, that's awful. That was yeah, like, and he like basically fully describes it. That was just I'm like, oh, okay, we've seen a million times people getting their neck broken and slashed, and I'm like, none of that's pleasant. But we've all been like scratched. But yeah, but the just the blunt end of the gun, like oh yeah. But this is when it says that Rudy screamed and ran away. Yeah, not before. That's why I was wondering. But he starts the book off saying that the um the the most recent thing that they had done, Rudy had, Rudy had run off. So oh, yeah. I, I assumed that it was this one, especially since he's saying, 
I in, in this dream. Situation. And again, since other yeah. things are kind of going sideways, again, this might not have been like because it does say because um, the whole reason Malone is there is it does say Malone left the force short. That was his last yeah. one because he'd been injured and yeah. stuff like that. Um, so he's gonna, you know, there could have been some other yeah, it wasn't quite injury or moment that he that you know. I mean, again, right? It's it's his dream is altering slightly. It's, there could have been something else that happened that in the moment real. that made yeah that still made Rudy or like, Harry's recollection or it's sucks. just whatever something else is happening and Harry's not remembering this correctly. Was, this was the other thing I thought because we always talk about having his little like lapel pin or something for Bob <laughs> too, because um, I think. Um, either in the end, the end of this chapter or the next one when they're talking a little bit he does say something about like Harry coming in and like mumbling and I'm like is that how Bob got all the because again Harry was pretty drugged out so either when he comes back to it did he remember enough of it to record this or did Bob just fill all that from all like the muttering because he's like you were like wandering around like talking to yourself like a madman and stuff like that I'm like did he just pull out the bits of Harry's conversation and be like okay this is what you must have been talking about at the time and because we get all of like what Harry was thinking yeah. until he passed out from the drugs so I was like well the only way yeah. we would know that is either you recalled once you sobered up and it did come back to you these bits and pieces or again oh. you were saying more of this out loud and Bob was just took note of all of it to fill in the blanks afterwards because otherwise this is like someone dying in their sleep well how did you know what they were dreaming about anyways um yeah so really gross um don't like don't like how malone goes down don't like it at all um and then yeah harry's like what the hell is going on and goes out to push his power and finds out that now things are reversed now he's blocked off and kravos comes after him and feeds him to the demon and so yeah so he runs away so harry tries to get back into stopping him and his circle doesn't work, and Kravos comes at him, and he tries to, like, fire his fire at him, and that doesn't work. And he starts realizing, he starts, he's like, wait, this is a dream, right? He's like, this isn't what happened. Like, we beat him the first time, this all went, none of this happened, my friends aren't dying. But it's too late. I mean, you know, he says, having not prepared ahead of time, because he's like, normally, again, wizardly and all this kind of stuff, he's like, I can manipulate my own dreams if I need to. But wasn't prepared for this, was already drugged up, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so he's like, yeah, this is a dream. This isn't the way it happened. And the demon says, he's like, oh, that was then. And I'm just going to kill you now. And like, basically chomps into him. The only thing that saves him is a certain gray tabby scratches him awake. So now we get our little asterisk. And he's still screaming, but he's in his bedroom. And he's all curled up. And I'm all like on the other side, like, he's not in bed anymore. He's like yeah. on the far side of his room, which let's face it, is probably like two feet from his bed because he keeps saying what a tiny room it is. <laughs> but what constitutes for the far side of his room? And Mr. has come up and like scratched him um, across the nose or whatever. What he, and he'd been puking. And he like, it go, like Mr. kind of comes over and checks him out. And then, like, just to make sure, just gives him, like, another swat on the cheek. So, like, yeah. It's, like, almost judiciously. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he starts coming back to himself then. Um, and he is freaked the fuck out. So he's got the rest of the venom sort of coursing through. He's coming down from that high. He's got this uh, terrifying nightmare where he and his friends all were killed horribly. Um, he feels, like physically like weak and helpless and everything so he goes he crawls into his brain he, you know, he doesn't have a blanket or anything but he goes down yeah. to his lap and he pulls up a magic circle to block everything out because he just can't deal with which anything which is so right sad yeah. which is so sad and so sweet and I mean at least there's that like it, like fine you, there's only so much I mean hopefully you're blocked from the physical world because you are in your house with your door locked now you're trying to block out as much spiritual as you can. It reminds me of a kid his... hiding in a closet. Literally, that's literally yeah. what he does. Yeah, he crawls under the bed, but in this case, his bed is a magic circle in his sub-basement. Because under the bed is not far enough away. <laughs> the monsters yeah. can get him there. Um. So yeah, and it takes him a while. Like, and he just kind of figures he's shaken from the whole thing. you know. And then we sort of assume that too, that it takes him a minute to be able to pull this together and get it up. Um, but then we find out that... Yeah, Bob is still inhabiting Mr. Yeah. But yeah, here's where Bob gets to, I guess, because Harry's like, you can leave for the purpose of this mission, which usually means if you're back, the second they walk through the door, Bob's straight up back to his skull. 
But apparently he didn't. Apparently because he Harry came was home all at the dr- same time. Came, yeah, we know that. But I mean, just within the fines, like sometimes, like Bob is just like auto control. Like he doesn't have a choice. It's like the genie in the lamp. Like when Jafar made the lamp, the lamp just sucked him in. He didn't have a choice about going into the lamp. I always sort of feel like it's like that. He's like, you have permission to leave for this, and as soon as that's over, Did Jafar make the lamp. Jafar didn't make the lamp. Jafar wished to be a genie, and then a lamp okay, appeared, okay. and then it sucked him into it. Thank you very much. You know what I was getting at. I don't He's like Aladdin, of... so I'm not really aware of the whole oh, plot. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Aladdin was good, too. It's it, not good music. I don't care about it. good snarky I know. dialogue in that. But anyways. Um, but yeah, but apparently coming back and seeing that Harry was completely sort of out of his skull, whatever... Bob decided to not immediately something was vacate wrong. the kid. Yeah, he kind of stuck around to help keep an eye on him because, you know. Oh, but also Bob. But also Bob. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. We can all say, you know, like, you know, Mr. Checks Out. We all know our pets. Like, we were, you know, saying the other um was I fake crying or something like that the other... No, maybe I was actually really upset the other day, but I was talking to me, and anyways, the dog comes me over. Me really upset? I must have been fake. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't usually get, like... But yes, anyways, point is, is the dog was like coming over and like laying her head in my lap and stuff like that, right? And it's like, oh, I'm sorry, do you know I'm like, right? But again, there's there's a limit to that. There's only so much and even cats being all like familiar to wizards. But I'm like, I do like that, yeah, Bob sort of knew enough that like Bob can't act on his own because he doesn't have a physical body. And while Mr. might kind of be aware there's something up, Mr.'s not actually so, you know, that Bob was like, I'm just going to hang out in the cat for a little while longer. And then if I need to, mm-hmm. right, and we discovered that before he actually, like, clawed him and woke him up, like, he'd been sort of trying before, you know, and stuff like that. It was, like, it's kind of cool that even though he had the parameters that were set, he obviously had a little bit of autonomy that he was able to be, like, yeah, I'm not going back right away. I'm just going to wait until I know it's cool. And good thing. Yeah. We learned that something was trying to eat Harry. Yeah. Not trying. He just, he just did. Cur- yeah. He did just eat Harry. Curls ar- up ar- in ar- his... His circle took a chomp. Yeah, um, but so like it's is, kind it's, of it's really like, like I don't know, chilling. You know, like mm-hmm. if Bob is just like, I'm sorry, Harry. Visceral. I think I of... know what tried to eat you. Yeah, that's oh. <laughs> like what? Ebgbs. Well, right, because he's like kind of comes. He's like Harry, because like literally he goes in a circle and he like curls up and starts like bawling some yeah. more. So he's got to wait a while to come down from that. And then Bob's finally like, Harry, are you okay? Like, are you with us? And he's like, I think so. (laughs) Um, And then, yeah. And he's like, he's like, he's like, I saw it. I think I know what went after Malone and the others. Right? And he's like, what? What are you talking about? And yeah, he's like, I think I know what tried to eat you. (laughs) It's just like that. It's so fucking creepy. So creepy. Yeah. Not a fan. No, no. But kind of an interesting concept, too, that with the whole spirit thing, that even though it was inside Harry's dreams, that Bob was still able to get a look at it beyond the hole. Right. I gotta get me one of them. I need a Bob. This concludes our episode 8.8, Dream a Little Dream. Thank you for listening. You can find us online at freeflowrambling.com and mcanalys.ca. There we have links to our other podcasts, social media, and other fun tidbits. Please subscribe if you like what you're hearing, and please consider supporting us through Patreon. To keep the magic alive and to see more content, we are Free Flow Rambling. Ponder by it at your own risk.